Coming at you live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet that just can't seem to get started this week. Yeah. <laughs> we've been we've been hanging out for like Locking a half an hour. For like talking about minutes. Podcasts that never came to fruition. Other Matrix. movies. <laughs> yeah, Matrix. Hey, it's the noobs and the Hoovian. My name is Austin. I'm the Hoovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And we're, we're the, the noobs. And joining us for our uh, classic Who rewind here. Hey, I'm the classic Who guy, Jared. <laughs> And his title changes from week to week. Hey, this is the podcast that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each and every single week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who sometimes hasn't seen it before. And, and two sons, sons who, who also sometimes, sometimes haven't, haven't seen it before. It all depends. It's wibbly wobbly. And a Jared who has seen it before. <laughs> so welcome to episode number 191 covering season 18. Notice I said season 18. There were some there was some kerfuffle online today what? or online on, online this week about seasons versus series. You know, we've talked about this before. Oh, yes, yeah. series. There's and no difference. That's what we've come to. No, no, no. The classic ah, who has yeah. seasons and new who has series is yeah, very different. And so this is season 18 serial oh, number yeah. six. Just really throw it off. Well, the keeper of Trocken, not the keepers of Trocken, which is what I kept calling it in my head. This is the oh, one where the doctor meets an all-powerful chair god and the master. <laughs> all-powerful chair god. I mean, could they, have, could they have tried to make a special effect for when he appeared and disappeared? <laughs> yeah, no. Could they have tried? No, or a sound effect? You see, or when, something? when the master teleported in, that had a special effect. And it looked it? bad. So, they so just didn't no. bother. What, when he just faded in? Yeah, all red-like. Wait, I... What Red I don't light. I don't Actually, remember. Are you this. talking about when they melded? No, hang on. I, I'm just no, no, when he appeared, he just faded in with the TARDIS whoosh. Anyways, uh, this is story number 114, originally airing January 31st through February 21st, 1981, to and ready for this, 7.6, 8.1, 5.2, six point one million viewers. <laughs> and you know what I noticed? That was the same arc that the next one. The, the, remember last time we covered Logopolis, yeah. which was immediately following this? Same thing. The third story had a big dip. Weird. Uh, yeah, it was Did like seven, eight, like five, six, up? both times. So I don't know if that's like, if that was a thing and, and, <laughs> and or why. But anyways, I, I thought it would just drop off on the third episode. Written by Johnny Byrne, which sounds like a Marvel superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Byrne and directed by John Black, his sidekick. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Byrne and John Black. Um, the this cast week. this week. Um, oh, gosh. I You know what? I forgot what? to I forgot to look him up. Because we had Come on. the other master. Um, and I'm trying to remember, Jared, was this, um, was this his only, uh, first of all, who played the master this go round? Corbin, do you got it? I, I don't, I had so much to look up cause okay. I don't know who the actor is. Jared, uh, sir, do a control F cast. Um, Jared, do you, do you happen to remember, um, was this the only time this actor portrayed the master? Cause I know we had some weird stuff like that. Well, you've got you've got two. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm talking. I'm talking about the guy who played Anthony the master. Ainley. Yeah. No, because Anthony Ainley was the guy who played Tremus in this episode, right? Right. It's yeah, yeah. Slash the what master. Oh, because yeah, he goes on to play the master, and so Jeffrey Beavers. Beavers. Okay. Was this his only <laughs> appearance as the master, or had he had he done it before? Uh, not that I can. Um, see, I, I can say, yeah, it's he. Here, his acting credits for Doctor Who are 
the, the keepers of track in the master and the, in the ambassadors of death, he played private Johnson. So, yeah. Okay. So help me out here because the last time chronologically that we saw the master. And so what I mean is in our watching of, of classic who, the time before this, that we would have seen the master, he was this horribly disfigured version of the master. Right. Is this supposed to be the same incarnation of the master? Yes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so uh, what? what's that? Oh, I'm just sorry. I, I'm looking at the TARDIS, uh, you know, fandom page well, he, for, yeah. for Jeffrey Beavers and his main roles are decayed master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And and the last time, again, chronologically, the last time we saw the master, I don't know if there were occasions in between, he was this jacked up version of the master with an even worse mask, if you right, recall. Right. Was it, and was that it was the Deadly Assassin? Deadly Assassin. Yeah. That was the last time okay. that the, the master last time was used. So that was, okay. So the last time we saw him was the last time he had appeared. Yes. Okay. But it was a different actor playing the same incarnation of the doctor of the master. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So what's all right. Multiple decayed masters. So I have, I have, I have lots of questions, but first of all, (laughs) if you were watching this in real time, when was it obvious that we were dealing with the master? Because we have, we have the Melker. Then we have, Someone inside the Melker, obviously looking out through his eyes with some sort of control panel. Then we have someone with a creepy hand looking mm-hmm. out through the eyes. And then eventually, and, and then and then we have the doctor is known to me. And then we have the big reveal, what, in the third, in the end of the third episode is when he finally turns around, right? I think so, yeah. And it's yeah. very clearly the decayed master. So, so Jared, do you have any inkling, like, when you saw that hand, did you know that was the master? And by you, I mean generically. Do you, you know, like, do you happen to know? I, I mean, I, I can't remember. I, I don't remember. I know I've I've watched this one before because uh, when I watched Legopolis, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is where you know the master takes over and this is dad's body in the one before and what have you." Um, so I, I know I I did watch it, but I I don't re- really remember anything about it. It was kind of like watching it again and okay. as I'm going along, like, "Oh was, yeah, there's that." I was so wondering once I, because this time around, once I saw his hand, I'm like, "Oh right, that's the master in the Melkor. That that's the um, so maybe some people would catch it from that, perhaps because they did see the decayed master in Deadly Assassin. But I yeah. think end of three for sure. I think you were supposed to, everyone was supposed yeah, to. Yeah, and see that. Oh, it's the master. That's what I was wondering. Is like, what, was it breadcrumbs that they were leaving for us, and like the really astute watcher would go, oh, "I wonder if it's the master," or was it supposed to be like, "Well, once you see the hand." you know, it's the master, but they didn't show his face. So I kind of felt like, I kind of felt like it wasn't supposed to be like canon obvious until he turns around. But just again, like the close watcher will know by the hand that, Oh yeah. wait, that's probably him. And yeah. Oh, he just said knew the doctor. So it's mm. definitely him. And like fan theories are going crazy and blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, I, it, it just wasn't, it's so hard for us to with 2020 going, all right, 
uh, guys, we're going to sit down and watch an episode about the master, you know, to not have that spoil for us. (laughs) So I always wonder in, you know, in real time, how obvious was it, you know, um, were were there just clues along the way? Um, so Corbin, do we have anything of note for, for beavers? Uh, We said this was his only time on doctor who, was there anything worth mentioning outside of doctor who or anything? Really? Not really. Okay. No, uh, no Coronation Street appearances or anyway, probably was on. There. I'm sure he was. <laughs> he was probably on there twice. He played five. Yeah, British actor. He was on. There. Yeah, that's right. What was uh, it was a uh, it was Grace that appeared on Coronation Street like twice, playing two different characters like 15 years apart or something crazy like that. That's how long that show's been running. Um, oh, speaking of controversy online, somebody showed a screenshot where they they Googled um longest running television in, uh, show in history. And apparently it's not Dr. Who it's guiding light, oh. which is an American. Yeah. We did that on the podcast. Oh, did we talk oh, about yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. We did talk about that. Did we talk about the fact that even though it said guiding light, it had a screenshot of Dr. Who. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. So the, the screenshot that somebody posted was the Google search results and the top result said guiding light, but then the image it had was, uh, Tom, it was Tom Baker. <laughs> With a, with a Dalek. It was like wow. very definitely Doctor Who. So I was like, what is it? So it must have been an article that also referenced Doctor Who. Yeah. And they didn't set their featured image properly. <laughs> a little SEO tip for the week there. Um, so at any rate, let's get on into the uh, the checklist. The name of the episode spoken in dialogue. Uh, yup. Again, the Keeper of Trocken. We had that mentioned uh, several oh, times right off the bat. Several times a scene. Uh, creature of the Week. I didn't write anything here, but like, uh, do we want to talk about the keeper here? Cause we, we've kind of already talked about the master and we've got a whole section about the master later. Um, what did you guys think of the keeper? I think it was the most underused character in all of doctor. Who. <laughs> that might be true. <laughs> most underused in the sense of where we kept writing notes. I, I think we have notes later on that say, uh, he could have stopped this uh, entire story God from happening. Anything. Do I? I said, why didn't God do it? <laughs> yeah, that's basically most. Of it. <laughs> we had a little Doctor Who theodicy going on here. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was there were several times where we kept thinking the keeper was dead. What is his job? Yeah, as yeah, yeah. I don't know. I what was his job? Protect. I mean, he was the keeper. <laughs> he was the keeper. His job was yep. to keep. I I keep it. I don't do anything. To keep, <laughs> I keep on the I keep keeper it. of trucking. Yeah, the thing he was. I mean, keeping like was the way the master described it was like unlimited power and everything. But again, like to what extent, because he like, did he exist? Because like, like they had to summon him. Where was he when they didn't summon him when he wasn't in the summoning chamber or randomly appearing on the TARDIS? Like, where was he? Apparently he was off having fun. Was he in the source? What was Was the source? He, the source. Uh, Yeah. So like we kept, we kept talking about how, um, his complete lack of interaction. We thought he was dead. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we thought, thought he when was dead. what was it when um when he first like appeared and the Melker like <laughs> poked, poked his, his head, head in, in the and the oh, yeah. keeper was like evil. We thought that that he killed died, him. Yeah, yeah, and that that died. was going to be the. The conflict was, oh, right. he died before he could say the before he could vouch for the doctor. Right. But then they brought him back and he still didn't vouch for the doctor. 
Like he appeared multiple times after that and never would just clarify the doctor. I summoned the doctor. He's a good guy. The Melker is definitely evil. Oh, and by the way, one of the council members is evil too, because she's working for the Melker. Like, why did he never say any of those things? Like he didn't even have to like use his God powers to stop anything. He just had to talk. He just, yeah, just say some crap. Let them know what's going on here. Half of the problems were caused because of lack of knowledge of the problems. Like, yeah. And like at one point they were like, the council was like, oh, we are so feeble. We must rely on the infinite wisdom of the keeper. And it's like the infinite wisdom of the keeper, if it does exist, doesn't seem to help when he doesn't talk. Yeah. No. Kind <laughs> so. of stupid, actually. Seems like he doesn't know how to do his job very well. <laughs> Probably not. He well, has very line though. It's It takes takes a lot yeah, of energy. Whatever. He needs a nap. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I was talking about. I was, uh, Jared, I was telling the guys about a, a college humor video that I saw no. of, of, uh, it was the wizened old man from every fantasy movie does <laughs> the emergency lecture in the office. So it's like, it's like he's, you know, an HR rep coming in <laughs> telling you where the, the uh, fire exits are and, and how to use the stairs and, and in case of an emergency, but he's doing it as like, the wizened old man. And he's like, perhaps you would like to know where the staircases are and the fire extinguishers and where Melanie's father has been for the last 20 years. And it's like, wait, what? You know where my dad is? Ah, yes, but that is a story for another time. I am so weakened by my lecture, my poor old bones. (laughs) It's so great. I never did pull that up for you guys. I gotta, I gotta find that. Maybe we'll link to it in the notes. Um, so, um, anything else to say about the, about the keeper? Oh, yeah. He has the line when he shows up for the wedding where he's like, oh, no appointment could keep me from my... No affairs of state could keep me away. But then we find out, oh, wait, no, like, this is the state. The five people in this room (laughs) are the leaders of this world. Exactly. So, like, what other stuff are you doing that would keep you from them? Exactly. By the way, um, is anybody else wondering how we ever on earth get to the place where one city led by five people controls the entire solar system. Cause it wasn't even, it wasn't even Trocken was not even, it wasn't just that they ruled the planet. They were the leaders of what was it? Like the Trocken union or yeah, something. Wow. So it was yeah. like a multi-planet thing. Yep. And I love this, that, five that people. trope in science fiction. I, as a child, by the way, as a devotee of star Trek, the next generation, I just assumed that like, and this to the horror of some of my more conservative friends nowadays, um, I assumed that the European union would one day also encompass like the European union slash the UN would one day just become the one world government that (laughs) star Trek has told us we will become. Yeah. (laughs) Cause I like, I realized at a certain point at a certain point in my teenage years, I went, Oh, wait a minute. It's fiction. Oh, like, <laughs> like oh, there's this part of me that was like the past of of Star Trek is most assuredly the future that we will experience. Yeah, hundred <laughs> like, percent. And I just kept thinking, when is when is the UN gonna just like be all of it? You know, like yeah, when, when's that gonna? When happen? do we get president of the Earth? When does that happen yeah, exactly? Huh? And 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 it's it's every planet oh, wait, that they yeah, ever visit, funny. they contact one person. And yeah. that person and their council <laughs> makes all Bring the decisions for the entire, leader. like every culture, every religion, every, every belief system and everything. It's, you know, the monoculture. Okay. So, and 
yeah. as we pointed out several times, like the, these people should not be in charge. No, yeah, they're like that, the dumbest. No. Corbin, do you want to share your favorite line from all four episodes? <laughs> What's going on right now? Like, oh, what is he? The guy who on? ended up becoming the keeper. I don't even know what's and, going on yes! right now. <laughs> Just the Who are everyone's you? like, what will we do? What shall we do? And this guy goes, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's the guy. He's the guy. Yeah, he, he's the guy. So we have the guy. an old lady, a woman who's been obsessed with a villain for so long, she became the villain. <laughs> yeah. Her husband. Yeah. Yeah, what? And then this complete. <laughs> and then idiot. the guy that gets killed right away. Like maybe the most competent guy gets uh, killed right gets away. Oh, murder. I forgot. Like, that why the are these the guy? Yeah, yeah. He's the guy who's like, he was going to go into, what was it called? He's going to uh, go into. Rapport. Huh? Rapport. Rapport. I think Clever he did name. do that. Going into rapport. Like and and you, most leader. trusted advisor, you will stand watch over me because we know by your zealousy that you would never do anything bad. Like maybe two <laughs> witnesses is a good idea. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the things that could be avoided in television, movies, and books by simply having. So much. Yeah, by simply having two witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> Just have two trusted people, maybe. Anyways. Just backups in general and, yeah, so many yeah, things. Yeah. It's generally a good idea. Just, no. just backups in general, yeah. Like, the fact that there was one copy of the schematics for the all-powerful <laughs> source of the galaxy. Yeah, and it's on a and crinkled it's stuck up. in a wall and it's yeah. made of paper. Yeah. Was, up paper. was there not a microfiche anywhere that you know, was someone took a picture? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like papyrus and ink. Yeah, technological society. They have a computer that gives a person godlike powers. <laughs> yeah, get at like... least stone tablets. <laughs> and but, and by the way, realistic here. Tracking has been around for ages. And they never right? needed a backup before, so why would they need so, one in the future? Why would they need one? They never had to turn it off and turn it on again? Ever? Things don't like, change. Come on. <laughs> yeah, things, come on. Things don't change. By the way, um, technology is so advanced, as Corbin pointed out, technology is so advanced that they used, what did he call it? Biotechnology or whatever, so that only a, a Trocken could become the keeper. Like, Unless what? you swap it out at the last second. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Throws them for a loop. Well, yeah, like you put what? her in the chair and that allows it to turn on. But then if she's suddenly vaporized by a black hole or whatever that special effect was supposed to be, yeah, and what? then he beams in with a TARDIS, it's tricked. Not only tricked into installing a non trocken as the keeper, but installing ostensibly a TARDIS. Because let's remember that the villain this week was a TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> the, doc, the master inside of it. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. What? I did love how much they had to have saved on the budget by making that thing essentially a statue. Mm -hmm. That thing, right. other than the head swiveling once, that thing never moved. Oh no. It went from standing to sitting Actually, without move. being seen. It did move. It walked around that one time. Oh, oh it did. One of the oh, scenes because... When all but it was very and I did, I did realize the they did thing. that in very poor lighting. And I think, and by the way, I love the close-ups where you can see the plaster work yeah. of the statue. But I realized um, towards the end of the scene where, yeah, he's walking around zapping people that I, I would bet that from the waist up, it was just the statue thing on like a harness. Um, but, but the legs down had to be able to move. I think they took like a pair of slacks 
and put plaster on them because that's what it looked like. It swayed like it was it was heavy slacks, which I think oh is hilarious. Gosh. All right. So anyways, uh, Jiggery Pokery, um, we were talking about um, the TARDIS. Let's talk about uh, not not the master's TARDIS here, but the actual uh, the doctor's TARDIS. Were police boxes just really filthy and disgusting ah. in 1981, Jared? Oh, sure. Because when we when we had the shot of that thing floating around in space, like, oh. it looked like somebody pulled it out of the dump, not a garbage can, but the literal dump. Well, yeah. Unless was, they're cleaned regularly. They are kind of sitting outside for years. Decades. By the eighties. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, we remember. If, go if ahead. It's in, if it's in London, then you, you are talking about predominantly coal burning. Uh, this is true. In the, in the seventies, in the eighties for, for heat. And so it, it was pretty gross. Uh, you know, it, when I when were I lived in London, burning coal the, in the eighties for heat. I'm pretty sure they were because because when I was there in AC. the nineties, yeah. um, late in the late nineties, they were talking about how they were uh, really a, a, a lot of the buildings. They're really working to clean them properly to preserve oh, them, but also to get get you know as as they've moved away recently from coal burning. Recently. Uh, so they're they're trying nice. to get get rid of uh, so, you know a lot of the effects of that. And I'll tell you, I mean, this is probably true for lots of big cities, but I'm not trying to pick on London or anything. But when I was there, the people that I was there with, we we were we started joking about uh, at the end of the day, you just look down and you're like, what is that stuff on my pants? Because oh. if, if you wore khakis or something like that, it, there was always some sort of dark smudge. And it's not like you leaned oh, up against it, it. It just there's there's something, you know, that it just the dirt. Gets so on like you. when. When Gen X and millennial Brits are watching like Scrooge or some other Dickensian thing, they're like identifying with them. Whereas we're like looking at it like that was a thousand years ago. And they're like, yeah, I know it's really rough when you got to get the soot off your gloves after you make your coal fire in your bedroom so you don't die overnight of pneumonia. Well, they're like, yeah, we get that. That and the end go hand in hand. I don't know that they were doing coal it, you know, room by room. I think they probably had coal burning furnaces. Central heat was still coal. You still had to go down into the into the uh, basement and shovel some coal like a Dickensian well, street rat. <laughs> well, I mean, New England is predominantly oil burning still, so it's it's not that. You know, oh, is not, it now? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, Is, friends of friends of my wife's. Well, friends of ours. I mean, I, I, I'm friends with them too. But they they have an, an old traditional house there uh, that was years ago built for a princess who then like never lived there, what? kind of thing. But uh, what? I mean, it's, it's not like <laughs> that super grand. Pause. Hang on. We're not <laughs> skipping past that one. <laughs> hey, I remember moving to Texas. It was the first time I lived in a house that was both electric and natural gas. And I thought, oh, wow, this yeah. is weird. I have I have a flame to cook my food on on my stove. And I thought that was <laughs> bizarre. But um, anywho, hey, uh, back to uh, Doctor Who. Um, yeah, that police box was just disgusting. It was it was like, yeah, it's like you said, it was like black soot all yeah. over. So I guess it, they were just like keeping accurate. it up with the times. Like, yes. that's what a police box looks like. Well, you know, they were probably very little used then if, if anything, or, or very right. hard to find. So yeah, just falling into disrepair. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so, um, was it Nissa asking? Yeah. I think Nissa mm -hmm. asked, uh, um, 
Adric, how is it bigger on the inside? And he said, because it's dimensionally transcendent. Uh, tra- transcendent. And she says, what does that mean? And he said, it means it's bigger on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> that, was some doctor, that was some 11th doctor level logic. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. a... Uh, what do you mean we're we're outside the universe? Well, you know when you have a soap bubble and there's a little bubble on the outside. Yeah. Well, it's nothing like that. So never mind. Forget the bubbles. You know <laughs> that whole thing. Um, the sonic screwdriver didn't work. I don't think it wasn't it. It wasn't that it didn't work. It's like you have to it, use it like an actual screwdriver to pick yeah, the lock. But, so he couldn't the, get his. Hand but that's my point. Around. He tried to use it and failed. And so last week. When we had the ninth doctor, we talked about, hey, you remember when the sonic screwdriver wasn't a magic wand because he spent like 15 seconds picking a lock with it? Well, in this episode, he tried to pick a lock and it was what? Too far away? Yeah. Or something? He said it's too far down. I can't. Yeah, we weren't ever clear. It was too far away or he had to like reach around the corner or something. And I was like, that would not have, like the 12th doctor would have had no problem with that. He would have um, crossed the cell. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he would have yeah, pointed yeah. and the door would have exploded and something. <laughs> right, yeah, there would have been sparks and yeah. a neat sound effect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a neat sound effect. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what did you nice get, Tim? <laughs> just just a, an explosion? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I thought I had muted. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> No, it's perfect. It's what did you guys hear? <laughs> I totally thought I was, I was muted. My my light was flashing and everything. Like it was muted. I could tell. I could tell you thought you hit the cough button or something. All right, I'm just gonna let fly here while they're talking. Hey, um, I I had a section for cutting edge special effects, but didn't write anything so down. Stay in, isn't it? Oh, it's totally oh, staying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Cutting for your edge ears. special effects. Was there anything? Okay. Um, I want to get wanted... back to the master teleporting onto the oh. planet because I Wait, what? swear. The master what? I swear when the Melkor first oh. appears on the planet, okay, it yeah. does a completely different special effect to the normal TARDIS fade-in effect where it's like it's all it red and glowy and it just like lands and glows. Was that that Melkor? I thought that yeah. was a, an old previous Melkor. No, was that supposed to be the same one? That Melkor stayed there for however long, which I took that to mean the master's so evil, he still hasn't died from this evil killing atmosphere right. or whatever the heck it is. Yeah. He's a little hardier than your average evil. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking that that was a previous, like they were telling the stories about how the Melkers happened. No. Yeah. So I thought that's so why would it look the same. But then they made fun of her in the next scene, like, "Oh, that Melkor, you just love it so much. Yeah. Maybe you love your husband as much as you love your Melkor." They really laid into her. That was they yeah, really, really unnecessary. Which, as it turns out, they were right. <laughs> we're right because <laughs> she literally did love him more, or was at least more afraid of him. Something and betrayed her husband and all that kind of she stuff. She didn't betray her husband. She just wanted to. A... Eventually, she did. She murdered him, right? What? Uh, no, he didn't no. Die. But no, he didn't die. She tried to. She was doing all of it so that she was trying. Yeah, but I'm saying in the end, she ended up even betraying him and yeah. getting him locked um, up and all this kind of stuff. Anywho, uh, was there anything else? Um, cutting edge special effects that we wanted to talk about from uh, this '80s nope. sci-fi show? Pretty much all sucked. <gasps> What? <laughs> what? What did you say? I said what pretty much all, all sucked. Oh no! Oh, okay. 
Um, other stuff we noticed. Space net. We have a space net. That was dumb. I love. Yeah. Uh, Actually, they, okay. This whole section should just be called. Space net. These people were not peaceful at all. Corbin <laughs> <laughs> was really disturbed by the number of firearms in the galactically peaceful uh, Trocken Union. Yeah. He was like, why are there so many guns? Because like the very mention of guards was distasteful at the beginning of the oh, first yeah. episode. And by the end, everyone had a gun. The, the way yeah. they introduced them was wow. they care for their enemies who get turned into stone. They don't have to yeah. fight them because they get turned into stone. Right. And then they just like make peace with them. Yeah. Right. But then it's like we have nope. guns to fight people within the bounds of our own city. Like, what the heck are those for? Yep. Had a lot of guns and a lot of guards. Um, I'm still confused about the scene where. Um, so what was it? Was it Nissa was confronting? Oh gosh, what was the woman's name? The the main. Oh no. I don't know. The the one that was worshiping Evil. the Melker and everything. Oh crap! What was her name? Oh, Bad yeah. person. Unimportant. I don't yeah, know. her. Anyways, where they confronted each other and then. Uh, yeah, Cassia. Cassia. Um, I calculator. Just, I. all I could think. It's all I could think was the calculator, um, or the um, or the uh, keyboard for the for the eighty skids. Nice. Um, there was maybe it wasn't that scene. I don't know. There was a part where she's like, "Get them" or whatever, and the doctor and was it the doctor and Nissa and Adric? I don't know. Got the net fired at them by like. The rando guard who was hiding in the bushes. Yeah, who then disappeared. So first first of all, what the heck was he doing there? Second of yeah, all, <laughs> what was that net that had a purple electrical glow to it? Again, it just space like net. Knocks you out or whatever. Yeah. No, it didn't even. It just like they were just caught in the net and it glowed purple. But so then now you know it's really strong. In the cell. Like they were. Oh, it did. Yeah, out. you're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, but then as Corbin said. When it was time to like reveal that she was the bad guy, where was SpaceNet guy who was there to hear the whole plan getting laid yeah. out in I, the open courtyard? That scene was like, get those bad guys. Then immediately she turns around like, hail Satan. You're yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, what? This guard didn't see that? We don't hail see him Satan. leave. Yeah, she she turns around and like basically twirled her mustache and was like, "In fact, I am the bad guy." Um, trip to point out there were some epic mustaches in this episode. Oh yeah, um, she didn't have one, <laughs> but yeah, she basically <laughs> was like, she, well. she basically turned around after the guard slunked back away into the bushes and was like, "I am the evil one." And it's like, yeah, where was the guard to? Oh, so like so, we can't so, get so the, you're the evil one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Wait. You're, so wait. You're the traitor. Oh. So do I work for you? Am I the baddie now? I don't get so, it. Um, I, I love how uh, space royalty looks like medieval Earth royalty. Something yeah. Oh, yes. like kind of weird. And, yes. Star Trek did did similar stuff where there was like a Renaissance fair planet or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Love that. I think that might have been in the animated mm. series. Nice. Um. So, uh, <laughs> okay. So then, in, uh, the good guys don't have guns, uh, but don't don't you fear? Nissa has stepped up the ions in the ion bonder. Oh no! What? And now we have a a stun gun stun. that shoots rainbows. <laughs> it was a different color every time he shot it. Yeah. And one time he shot it, and it forked and yeah. shot two guys at once. And but there were two sound effects. <laughs> 
<laughs> it sounded like two independent blasts. It looked no. like one forked blast that were different yeah, colors. Were different like colors. one was blue and one was purple or something like that. Like, what? Um, Corbin, magic. why did you call it Chekhov's Ion, Ion Bonder? <laughs> oh, because she uses it once and he takes it from her and just like shoves it in his oh, pocket. And I'm like, yeah, that's that he's like, yeah, he said uh, any good um, escapee wouldn't be caught without one or something like that. Yeah. Like, you know, like this is... The, Typical tools of the trade, you know, the souped up ion bonder where Everybody she increased has. the ions. What, what is this thing? I just, <laughs> we like, break this down because <laughs> no matter you know how you ion is, I, ions are like atoms that are missing electrons. And if you are yeah. bonding those together mm. in someone's body, it's like, well, ion bonds, like yeah, death. is when two atoms come together and, and yes, it's like, Fit, and it's not fission, but it's a, it's a, it's a chemical reaction, isn't it's, it? Yeah. No. If you're bonding any of the atoms in our body in a way <laughs> they're not really meant not. to, that's going to kill us. It's not, not going to put you to sleep. sleep. Yeah, yeah, it's no. going to liquefy you or something. I love forever. Yeah. I just love, oh, that guy's going to be out for a while. And she wakes him up early and he is clearly like out of <laughs> it, out of it. I'm like, that guy is dying. Like, <laughs> he is dying. His brain's broke at this point. He doesn't even know what's happening. Good, Bob. She just like yells all these instructions at him. I don't think he heard. As she's pulling him off the ground, and he's like, (laughs) "Yeah, (laughs) sure, ma'am. Your Highness, your keepership, whatever you are." Stop talking. Stop shouting at me. It's too loud. All right, so who's who? Um, Who is Adric? I didn't take a whole lot of notes here, except to note right at the beginning that uh who's from he's from eSpace, which we kind of we kind of talked about last time and that was kind of a, a bit of a revelation to us that jared uh dropped some science on us so what okay so the thing that we were uh not sure about obviously the last story was them in eSpace, and so because the doctor's like oh here's here's in space and he's like oh is this what, what it's like this is what a different universe is like so it was clear that the last episode they were in eSpace was how long have we known Adric? Was it one story in eSpace? Oh, that's a good question. Or did he spend uh, some time there? Because I know we lost Romana there, right? Yeah. Like she yeah, stayed in eSpace or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah, that sounds right. Um oh geez. I'd I'd have to look up to say gotcha. specifically, but I I feel like at this point it's it feels to me like he's been there longer. Um but So maybe it, we hung out in eSpace yeah. for a while? Yeah, there was there was a good good bit in eSpace. So um, so there, either yeah. a couple of serials or maybe just a really long serial. Like yeah. more than a four parter or something. Okay. So um anything else that we wanted to talk about with Adric? Oh, we saw him we saw him uh uh cutting his teeth on picking locks with random jewelry. Yeah. We, we made fun of him in Logopolis for using his blue star thing to <laughs> pick the lock on the TARDIS, but we saw him pick the lock in this in the jail cell and or no the 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 gate the yeah gate. the gate for the garden thing with a coin with or a something? Yeah, with what? a brooch with with like a pin like like a like a How decorative pin a that she was wearing on her shirt. Um no no it would it would have had a pin in the back of it. Uh, Still not enough to pick a lock. Yeah really? no, no. <laughs> huh? That's not really no, but. Makes a little bit more sense. I thought he was like shoving a coin in yeah. there. Like, yeah, I was like, huh? Make any sense. <laughs> she handed him his like her her circular brooch, and y'all thought it was a coin. Something. Yeah, makes sense. I got you. 
Um, let's see. So who is Nissa? We oh, sorry, okay. Before we leave, Adric, I, I can tell yeah, you yeah, yeah. his first his first serial was full circle, uh, which is so. This is his fourth uh, keepers of the track and is his fourth serial. And okay, you know, let, let's say there are three, maybe four parts. So, um, you know, he's been he's been around for a couple of months now, a few months. So. Uh, longer than Bill, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. More episodes than Bill. Yes, it's true. Um, so who is Nessa? We kind of thought, based on when we were watching Logopolis, the way Adric responded to her showing up, we thought they had been traveling together for a lot longer yeah. than just this story. We like didn't realize three this episodes, maybe two. Not that even they were actually three. Like together. Yeah. Like, and, I don't even yeah. think they met until the second episode. Yeah. To yeah. me, it also read like it was at most a few days in between this episode mm-hmm. and the next one. Cause if that, cause he talks about maybe I could fix the TARDIS and then the next episode, that's what they go into. That's what they're trying like, to do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's been like a weekend or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven Coffee days break? later, Saturday at 7 PM. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we gathered based on his reaction that they had known each other a lot better than they would appear to have known each other just from this story. Yeah. Like they didn't even like, <clears throat> it didn't feel like they got along super well in this episode. They were just kind of working together. Yeah. Yeah. So it's they like, hit it oh, around. we the greatest of friends. I'm like, yeah, no. Right. Yeah. When he sees episode. her later, it's like Nissa, like, <laughs> yeah. Long My lost old friend. friend. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> What's it been since last weekend when we first met? Wow. Those wow. are the good old days. <laughs> Anyways. Um, anything else about Nissa other than she looked like a, like getting back to Jared's Renaissance fair thing. Like she had the tiara and the like wispy dress. Like she, she definitely looked, looked like, like a medieval princess. princess. Yeah. Yeah. An elven princess. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, so who is the master? Um, okay. So I already, I already asked my question about when was it obvious that the master was, was what was running the Melker. Um, again, for us, this was really difficult because a, we had already seen Logopolis. Like we knew where the whole thing was going. Mm, Um, I couldn't remember when, like, I wasn't sure when him taking over Tremus was supposed to happen. If that was supposed to be, I at thought the that very was end, be part of the plot, right, right. I couldn't remember, but then I re- then I remembered. Oh wait, Nissa wasn't even Nissa aware of it. No oh yeah, so Which it must happen at the very end. That makes you question how long has it been for her? Because you know she walks into that room and her dad's gone, right? And then the next time we see her, she meets up with her dad again, and she's acting like it's not been that long. So he disappeared, and then what? Yeah, like wait, how did Didn't she end she up on Logopolis? Halfway across the universe. Wait, no yeah, huh? Jared, how did she end up there? on Logopolis? Uh, did I, the wait? She came in she, with the master. She got she got pulled into the master's TARDIS, didn't she? At the very end of this, wasn't that? I don't think so. We're, we're still talking about Nissa, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did. You, no, she didn't get she, not on screen. I don't remember her getting pulled in. Here's the thing that I thought was weird when it, when we first laid eyes on Tremus in this episode, he looked so incredibly different, remarkably different, because oh. he had the longer gray hair, the longer gray beard, and then when he melded with the master, which Corbin has notes on, when he melded <laughs> with the master, his whole appearance changed, and Nissa yeah. didn't comment on that at all. 
No, she right. didn't see him. It, she didn't it, see that. It's, it's she saw watcher. him on Logopolis. Oh, on Logopolis. Oh, yeah. yeah. She didn't mention anything about, what? hey, Dad, you look 20 years younger all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't mention that at all. Have white hair. Yeah, black Jared, hair. That, what? That, was, that was what we said, was that it was it, like literally the same effect when the Watcher merged with the fourth Doctor. Like, oh, it was yeah. almost the same thing. That's not um, what I'm except, saying, but... Oh, what were you saying? <laughs> but but now that you say that, I I, I agree. But the uh, no, the Watcher brought Nissa to Legopolis. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, oh, a friend of the Doctor. Oh, right. right. So he brings her. Okay, so from her perspective, she goes around the corner. She comes back into the room. And Dad's her gone. Dad is gone. Yeah, and sometime after that. A white man. Oh, says, oh a mummy shows hey, up. Hey, wait, mummy shows up <laughs> and doesn't speak. Doesn't speak. Well, he speaks, I guess. But just what creepily her. waves her I'm into the darkness. I'm a friend of the doctor. Takes her to Legopolis. She sees her dad and recognizes him, and doesn't comment on his change in appearance or yeah. demeanor at all. <laughs> I'm then, saying this would be like if I walked up to you and I looked like I did in my wedding photos. <laughs> it would take y'all 20 minutes to know that it was your father. It would. I, that, that's, that was the level of, of different that that guy looked. Dad? And she didn't comment on it. Yeah, yeah. Like she didn't even comment on it. Like like we could all like show up at a party together she, she and y'all would not say know like, it was me for like hey, half Hey, Dad, an where did you go? Why did you disappear? Yeah, no, she's like, like no, 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 yep. Maybe my while dad, she was standing there on this maybe, planet, maybe like, right as the credits rolled, and she was standing there, you know, looking at the clock or not looking at the clock or whatever. That's when the the watcher the watcher showed up. I don't know, maybe, but even still, it's like no questions about what did you do, what happened, like why do you look like this? I did note that uh, the master's TARDIS has the roundels. It it had the round things. Did y'all notice that? Mm-hmm. It was like huh. the exact same round things, just but spray I painted black. There were different type of TARDISes. They were. They are. So then, his is not a type for roundels. <laughs> because I don't know. I just love every TARDIS we've ever seen has those, though. Really, even different types. Yeah, the I appearance think. of the TARDIS, yeah. both on the inside and outside, has nothing to do with the model of TARDIS that it is. So, I mean, that's true. Because all that matters, we've is seen the, the Type components. Forty change so many different times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so I, I just thought difference? that was. I thought that was interesting that it did have the roundels, but you know, it's evil. Because it's a different color. Black. Yeah. Um, who is the fourth doctor? Um, Adric says, a lot of times you don't make sense. <laughs> he, right. Didn't he say something about that? He said something. I thought I. Oh, no, no, no. That was, that was, that was a different note later on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Can we, can we talk for a second about how, when the keeper of Trocken just suddenly appears again without yeah, special effect visual indication or sound at all he's just I'm there just now that the doctor was totally chill about it ah you must be the keeper of trucking yeah up, dude? <laughs> exactly like like what? every other time we've seen something get into the tardis like, unannounced what? it's been a it's major a deal yeah deal. it's been with the exceptions, the notable exceptions of the Keeper of Trocken and the Kerblam Man. Yeah. Because when, <laughs> he knew when the Amazon was. guy gets into Fort Knox, nobody bats an eye, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like hey, normally it's a big, big deal. When the Keeper of Trocken asks you for help, you help. You don't question how he got there or what happened. Yeah. Just, or what know, he's if he doing sent you an email in a chair. saying that he has <laughs> a 
a, a vast fortune that he needs to hide for a little bit. And he'll give you some of that fortune if you just put it in your bank account and give him all the numbers and information. You help him out. This is how I lost thousands of dollars. I was trying to, to help the keeper of track in. That's all. That's all. <laughs> Do you know you were doing an office bit or is it a coincidence? I was stealing from the office a little bit. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> I was I was loving the joke, and then I was like, this sounds Wait, remarkably really? like a Steve Carell bit. <laughs> and then no, I was like, I'm, wait, is he just, is Jared secretly a comedic genius, or is he aping the office? I, guess just, I, I made it my stealing. own, so or it's is not it stealing. That's right. No, 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 yeah, no yeah, not yeah. at all. It's uh, not theft. It's, no, no, no. It's, it's just, homage. He's still a comedic it's, genius. Yeah. He's just, it's, yeah. it's homage. Half That's stealing. Right. <laughs> It's an homage. Uh, let's see. Unlike you. Oh, the keeper tells the doctor, unlike you, my time of dissolution is near at hand. And then the doctor promptly dies in the next story. I thought that was really weird for him to say the line. For him to know unlike everything. You, yeah. He's like, well, yep, you're going to. What would have been more consistent with new who, which I know this was decades before. So they have no, no obligation to be consistent with the future, but it would have been more like, you know, like the Ood saying something to him. Like it would have been a, a great portent if the Keeper of Traken had said, like you, my disillusion is near at hand. Like Wait, the fans oh. would have gone crazy, but. Well, they're just about to have the master say that. Didn't the master say in this one? Or was that Legopolis that the, that the, um, oh no, he was talking about himself when I mean, he starts yeah, talking about it near the end of his 12th regeneration. Sorry. Yes. Well, the master so, did kind of say like. There was no foreshadowing. Hey, yeah. When did, when did now. the, um. When did the Time Lords give him a new set of of, of regenerations? Because I thought that had already happened. No, that's it? Uh, that's coming up. I'm pretty sure. See, yeah. I had thought I for some reason had thought like the first time we saw the Master, that was his twelfth. Am I wrong about that? No. Well, the the first time yes, that wrong. the Master shows no, up I'm, in no. the, the first time the Master shows up in Doctor Who. Yes. No, that's not because he, he, uh, I mean, you see multiple versions of him already. Right. But I was thinking, I, I, for some reason had it in my head that the first time we see him, he's already on his last regeneration or his last incarnation and that they, the, the time Lords gave him his extra set of regenerations sometime between that and now. But then he said, he was nearing the end of his 12th incarnation. I'm like, oh, wait, hang on. I'm, I've got my timelines wibbly wobbly. Yeah. So now, right, that, now that you're saying this, it, so it's, I, I mean, I guess it's not really a spoiler thing. The, the, that whole thing is the five doctors. Um, oh, that you're thinking okay. About the master being offered a new set of uh, regeneration cycles. Um, okay. That you're going to see that in the five doctors. So, but now that you're, you're saying this, I'm starting to think back. Maybe it was but because wasn't really he like the, stealing regenerations and stealing lives and yeah, like, like he's never really regenerated up to yeah, now. yeah, because and because he just kind of goes into the decayed doctor, but that's still one regeneration right. life thing or whatever. So yeah, regeneration so, life thing. Yeah, yeah, that's you know. the official term. That, yeah. That's right. That's, yeah, that's, uh, I, that's I, how it is I'm in the really, wiki. Yeah, it's, yeah, just, just it's really it wiki, messing yeah. with my head how loosey goosey they, they are about the master. He still hasn't regenerated in this episode. He just stole a body. Yeah, 
Right. Right. Which presumably is not a Time Lord. So now he doesn't have regenerations? Yeah, what? Like, does he... Well, no, because remember in the movie, he did the same thing. Why didn't he he stole a human body? He was like goo and stole a human body. Yeah. And still had apparently the ability to regenerate. That's they are really loosey goosey with the master. Yeah, they really don't care. Which is weird, considering all the times that they've painted themselves into a corner with the doctor's regenerations and have had to do like crazy math to make it all work out, and then just go, "We're going to give them uh, a bunch new regenerations," and then now I can finally say this on the podcast: infinite regenerations. But with the master, it's just been like, "Well, he's goo." He can, so. Yeah. <laughs> well he's I, good okay we know he died but his well, like, reign didn't, didn't die. die wait what <laughs> he died yeah Not really. yeah sure he died but like no yeah. he, didn't. he didn't he died but his ring didn't die then he ate some chicken it's fine it's, <laughs> then you know, chicken. we can see a skull it's okay don't question don't don't ask don't, he killed himself ask. later before he did hey you, you like know, the master right you know what i mean you you, you like the master yeah just <laughs> <laughs> so i mean like you like <laughs> You're, that's that's the perfect answer right there. Hey, you, you like you, you like you the like master, the right? Master. Shut up. Yep. We we like your money. You like the master. <laughs> <laughs> it it works out. <laughs> we like your money. You like the master. <laughs> and, and you know everybody's it, happy. Shut up yeah. and eat your popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Go back into the theater, sir. I'll have to call security. <laughs> we like your money. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great oh man so now instead of saying wibbly wobbly we're just gonna say we like your, we money. Like your money shut up <laughs> <laughs> oh we like it so much that when the ratings went in the toilet we rehired rtd whoa hey, uh, hey. all right so um <laughs> Then the doctor says, what can't be cured must be endured, which sounds like a, an old British saying of some sort. <laughs> um, sounds very weird. To which Adric says, that's the silliest thing you've ever said. And he says, don't listen to me. I never do. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> is a great doctor line. That's right up there with, who am I to argue with history? Usually the first in line, doctor. <laughs> hey guys, News in the Hoobian is brought to you by listeners like Victor, James, and this guy. Who? Me? Yes, you. Couldn't, Couldn't be. be. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What is that? You, the, the, stole the cookie from the cookie you stole jar. Stole the cookie from the cookie jar. Did yeah, you not go yeah. through kindergarten? Oh, he was homeschooled. No, hey, is. if uh, oh, you think well. what we do like they do, and he does, and who do, then you can uh, do it too. <laughs> huh? uh, head over to slash support You can find your favorite way of supporting your favorite podcast. Um, overall impressions. This says out of ten, but that I don't think that's what we do with uh, with classic who. <laughs> Ooh, right? Trip starting off strong. What? Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Hang on. What do we do it? We don't do it out of ten. Oh, I had a section below that. Can we talk about the trope of the all-knowing, unhelpful old man? But yeah. We already, we already talked that. about that, but we yeah. can yeah. talk about a different trope that we were furious about. Oh, what's that? Which is the fact that um, the bad guy just keeps pointing fingers and no one ever questions Oh, yeah. What? Oh, my gosh. My yeah, favorite trope in movies. This kind of keys into what I was talking about earlier about maybe a second witness when you're going into seclusion where you could die and or nobody be around. the all-knowing, unhelpful man. Maybe he could have stepped in a little bit. Yeah, you anything know. like that. Um, but yeah, the the idea of someone on the council accusing someone else on the council of doing something so egregious that it can hardly be stomached. Oh, and it's her husband. 
Yeah. Like yeah. she accused Tremus at one point. And the way that uh, dopey future keeper and old lady just, I mean, without hesitation, yeah. believed her. Oh, she must be right. Yeah. Yeah. She knows Did exactly it, what she's saying. Their reaction was, how dare you, Tremus, not Hang How do you on, know that this? doesn't line up with what I know of Tremus from the last 50 years of being on this council <laughs> like, with him. How did you come to know that? No, we just trust you. Yes, nothing about- You can't what, lie. That, what, that's impossible. What proof do you- Right, yeah. Obviously, we trust Tremus is capable of yeah. treachery, but no, Cassia couldn't no, be. She's a zealot, as we've already Plus, said. And why I do just, they never stay to argue their case? They always just they just run. Oh, we've been found out. Okay, that Let's was just run. that was the thing I pointed out was something along the lines of you know most plot problems like this in any science fiction fantasy fantasies even worse about mm-hmm. this type. Or I said they do the same thing in Greek mythology, where it's like, um, oh, we talked about that at the beginning of this episode. They did the same thing where they're interrogating the doctor and he says, "Yes, we came here on our TARDIS," and they're like, "So then." the TARDIS that you say you came in must still be in the garden. And the doctor unflinchingly says, of course it is. I can't imagine a scenario in which it would not be because my TARDIS doesn't ever just disappear all the time. Like it does. (laughs) It's how the show happens. So yes, it must be there. So they all collectively like cold bloodedly, hang all of it on the mere appearance of a TARDIS. Yeah. Like he could have said anything. I came here in my, in my shopping cart and they would say, so there's a shopping cart in the garden. Yeah. Yes. You go outside. There's a shopping cart. Therefore everything he said is true. Or if it's not everything he said is false and there's no other possible explanation (laughs) for the TARDIS isn't there. Like, I don't know. You went to the wrong garden the doctor is new in town, so he's confused about where it was, or you know, any other follow up yeah, questions? Any other reason? Yeah, we talked about how um, I'm, I just finished listening to um, uh, oh crap, what's the guy's name? Um, Stephen Fry did. Um, he's got a set of books, Mythos, Heroes, and Troy. I just finished uh, Heroes, and they did this crap all the time, where it's like, oh, you say that you sailed in in a ship with black sails, so. If I see a ship with black sails in the harbor, it will definitely be there, right? And it's like, uh, and then a hurricane blew it out to sea, and they go out and they look, and oh, there's no ship, and it's like, kill him immediately. He's like, what? <laughs> you know, and like, uh, if you just asked like one follow up question, and it's the same thing, like Cassia accuses another council member of treachery, no follow ups. No, no additional she questions. She right. accuses every other person of doing everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She literally, like, one by one, it's everyone other than me. And yeah. just, she, since she was a child, has been- Has been the weirdo. She was blaming it on Melkor. Yeah. Right. And she is the one that has interacted with Melkor, like, every the day of her life for the yeah. past decade. Yeah. And they think, oh, it can't be her. Okay. It yeah. must be the council member who's never interacted with him <laughs> and two people that just showed up. Oh yeah. And two the two people, people that just showed up. Two people who So the other thing I hate about this trope is uh so you started off with a council of five? Um I think Yes. So. Yes. Tremus, Cassia, rapport guy, <laughs> dummy <laughs> head, and old lady. As they are shown to in the cast. Yeah. That's how yeah. they that's how they were credited. Just double check that. Yeah. 
Um, the list of people that are not being accused, but believe the accuser keeps getting smaller. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everybody believes her at first and then everybody believes her except for rapport guy. He's going to go investigate and then everybody still believes her. And then she turns on Tremus. So now there's only two people left. Yeah. That, that are still flinchingly believing five her. people. And then one of them dies. dies. Yeah. I wonder how that could have possibly yeah. happened. So it was it, killed by and Tremus, then she's the like, guy who walked into the room, not me, who was already in the room. Who was already in the room. Already there. Yeah. What? <laughs> so when you have when you have like the us versus them mentality. And the list of us's keeps getting shorter yeah. while the list of them's keeps getting deader. And there's one guy that just keeps accusing yes. everyone. It's yeah. Like, yes. like, who could it possibly right. be? Oh my gosh. Anyways, so uh, that brings Communication us to- is key. <laughs> ask one more question. Just one more question, yeah. guys. That's all we ask. Um, so yeah, that brings us to our overall impressions. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, well, no, no, no. That's timey wimey's. Yeah, we do do out of ten. Yeah, okay, do do. Anyways, because, uh, trip- because this is this is the time for you guys to dump on classic Who, and this uh, yeah. is where yeah. <laughs> can't leave it to a simple. Binary. And w- with that perfect segue, Trip, yeah. what's your score? <laughs> this has a smashing hit of four out of ten. Chair gum. Wow, I absolutely hated four this. Out four out of ten. It, it was. It was fun to like laugh at how dumb this was, but as an actual story, I was like, I just don't understand anything. There were parts where I literally didn't understand. That sounds what was like happening. a you problem. Trip would like to see this made into a Mystery Science Theater three thousand episode, <laughs> for sure. Hey, there is a riff tracks version of the um, Peter Cushing. Uh, I don't know if both oh, Peter my- Cushing movies or one of them. But yeah. one of them has a riff tracks version. Yeah, no, I've watched that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, Corbin, what about you? Um, my major complaint <laughs> is similar to Legopolis. It just, it went downhill at the end where suddenly I'm like, what yeah. is happening anymore? Yeah. yeah. You just can't follow anymore. Both. The, so like the last 10 minutes or so was just chaos of... Yeah. Resolve all the plot lines quick, and then followed <laughs> yeah. by the doctor's like, the plot lines are resolved. Goodbye, deuces. Yeah, what? Like, like gone. Yep, just gone. And I feel like there's plenty of times when that happens in New Who. I just feel like it it's staged differently. Like, I don't know. It was it was literally something about the the blocking on the staging of of how he and Adric were where they were situated in the physical space of the scene and then just deuced out. It was, it was weird the way it happened. It was like, it was like watching a play that ran out of script. So they were just like, I guess we have to resolve now. Bye. And like, yeah, I don't know. That's what it felt like. So, so what else Corbin? Um, I am also confused a little bit about the mythos of this. Because it's like the Melkor, whatever the heck they are. Just Melkor. Evil things. That- Melkor did, is from Lord of the Rings. Melkor, like and I don't care. And it's they Melkor. also had Saren. I think that was a smart guy. I'm like, so it was Melkor and Sauron? Sa- awesome. Sauron. It was Sauron. 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 S-A-R-E-N. Sauron. So I'm like, what are these things? They're like evil creatures. They come down. 
the yeah, atmosphere no. turns them to stone because that, they're like evil. that was interesting, yeah. but like evil. doesn't make sense. But, but then, like, sure, I, I can, I can deal, I guess deal with that. Presumably, one. because the keeper is being weakened, the master is suddenly able to start moving around. I and he has that a one TARDIS, and he's just been lying in wait for like the doctor for seventeen years. Yeah, just why not? A time machine. He couldn't. No, it actually travel. makes more sense if it was because the keeper was getting weaker. I think that. Although I never thought about that until you just said that. So then, like, there's the scene where he's like able to straight up walk around. He starts <laughs> taking his robot on a joyride, killing <laughs> soldiers. <laughs> and that's where we reveal that Hoosie What's Her Face is with him. But then he never does that again. He just stays yeah, what? motionless in that spot for the rest of the episode. I think Robot Joyride would be a great name for an anthology <laughs> series. I said, just like, <laughs> and they give him more powers, like his TARDIS has laser eyes, and if you look at them, you die. I did Only not if you look at them? Only yeah. if you look at them. Because they're psychically? Because right. right. they're psychically powered. And so, yeah. like, that would have killed the doctor if he'd slipped up and looked guess, at the eyes. Possibly. Doctor who would have ended 60 years early. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that seems a little overpowered. Okay. Why mm. Why does he have all these Superman throwing his ass regenerated powers? an episode yeah. earlier. Yeah, there you go. Maybe, but because yeah. uh, he literally dies next week or yep. next month. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I still I enjoyed it some, some. <laughs> so I'm gonna say like six. <laughs> I can see six out of ten. Six out of ten. Um, I I enjoyed this one. I mean, yes, we we had fun making fun of it. I think most of what this episode suffer uh suffers from is what sci-fi suffers from. It's not unique to these writers you know it's it's the same old thing um as we discussed that has been going on since greek uh mythos uh, yeah. and tragedy um this the same old things um i don't know i i had i had fun with it um i thought i'm i'm we'll say this i am really glad we decided to go ahead and do it anyway even though i got the order messed up mm. because i didn't feel like it messed it up for me at all no i was no, afraid no. that knowing the next story was going to mess this one up i guess i thought it didn't really have anything to do it with did, this episode yeah like okay it ruined the final scene okay. but who cares it did make a few things confusing because like why did nissa and adric have such a strong yeah, yeah, really, it, was, yeah it was it was interesting for that her dad looks so different she did which all, all, all that, that did is that just changed way. which yeah. episode we discussed that on yeah because if we'd watched them in the right order, we still would have gone, wait, huh? <laughs> <laughs> why is he acting like that? Um, so we just would have had the, the, the previous knowledge and asked the question in the other direction. So um, I had fun watching it. Um, it was one where we watched, we sat down yesterday morning and watched two episodes and then like, you know, took a break to, you know, refill our drinks and everything and sat down and watched the next two. Um, and uh, it was a blast. We did shave off all kinds of viewing time by, you know, we skipped the credits, obviously, and skipped the <laughs> intro and then skipped the recap bit. And if you do that, it turns into like an 18 minute episode yep. piece. You lose um, like yeah. 10 minutes from the whole story. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of it. So uh, one episode, I think by the time we skipped the opening credits and like then the recap, we were, yeah, we were two and a half minutes in or something like that. So, uh, so I'm going to give it uh, seven out of 10. Oh, Corbin stole mine. Um, I was going to say. <laughs> Chekhov's iron ion bonders. Uh, 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 let's say Achilles heels. <laughs> I don't know. 
What? I don't Achilles accusations. <laughs> Jared, what about you? You know, uh, I, I, I think there's, I, I think if you're watching these in order and you're, you know, you, you know what, you don't know what's coming and you're, uh, as was, you know, as they aired, basically, I think yeah. they did some interesting things with this, having um, Anthony Ainley play a regular character, you know, you, you get to know him as a regular guy uh, that's just a character in, in some serial, and then suddenly he's the master, you know. I think and, that's brilliant. Um, yeah, I, I think that's clever. Capaldi coming back as the doctor, you know, except even except even more intentional. Yeah, you know, right, really right. Funny. Um, and, and to have, uh, to, to have this, the, the Melker be this, this unknown evil thing and then suddenly become the master. You know, I, I thought that was kind of clever. I didn't enjoy watching this. Like I said, it, it, nothing, no real part of it stuck with me all that, all that much, um, before you know, watching it again, although it's been years. I mean, it's probably been over a decade since I saw it before. So, right. uh, you know, admittedly, a lot has happened since then, but um, wh- wh- who am I kidding? It's my life. Nothing's happened since then. But anyway, we, we've got uh, so I don't know. I as as far as how much I enjoyed it, I kind of want to give it a five out of ten. Um, just wow. sort of like, wow. yeah, not not really right. But I'll bump it up for some of the the, the writing stuff that they're doing that, that they did. So um, I, I'll give it. I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, bump it up to a six. Uh, six out of ten. Um, why not? Gold star math medals award thing. Blue star. I was going to say. It's looked, blue gold. Uh, oh, that's what? right. It was blue in this one, it was wasn't blue. it? East space what? gold. It's East yeah. space gold is blue. East space yeah. gold it's is definitely gold at other times. But it's still called gold. That's right. Is it really? It's different colors at different times? It's definitely Just, gold because it's uh, it, it. they use it to take down... Uh, Cybermen. The Cybermen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, I'm remember, remembering it right. Anyway, it, it was, was blue, right? Blue. It was yeah. dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very Weird. shiny metallic blue. Well, hey guys, um, that brings us down to the game plan next week. It's Groundhog's Day. Uh, literally, that's coming up this week. So, so that's if right, you care to, on the t- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he was okay, picking up on me doing and don't forget your booties because it's cold out there today it's cold out there <laughs> of course it's cold what is this miami beach um, <laughs> if you've seen the movie as many times as apparently jared and i both have you'll know what we're talking <laughs> I don't even about even know what you're talking or about. or if you right just now. watch it once uh, probably be well there you're there, there there's that too. um that and if every time you see an old analog clock click over your your brain starts playing i got you babe i don't know about anybody <laughs> yeah. else but it's like pavlovian <laughs> at this point if i see a clock go i just dun, 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 dun. Oh my God. anyways um so we'll be covering groundhog day for our next timey wimey this is timey wimey this might be a stretch calling this a timey wimey yeah, it is, but it is definitely so. a time loop it's a good yeah <clears throat> oh yeah it's fantastic um we've covered time loops before um most notably with the uh the, that christmas debacle that so i subjected uh, this will be whatever that to. was called <laughs> this will be the palate cleanser yes this yes. is this is christmas um, the christmas do-over but groundhog's day <laughs> Yeah. Um, this is us doing it over again. Yeah. Forget, and forget if you'll remember, that. this is the happened. this is the third in our trilogy of Groundhog's Day, but it's Christmas, followed by Groundhog's Day, but it's New Year's Eve, yeah. followed by Groundhog's Day, but it's, but Groundhog's, it's Groundhog's Day. Day. Actually, Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Jared, you've heard the old joke about you know they they should uh, announce a sequel 
And then when you get to the movie theater, they just play the first one again. <laughs> no. Have you ever heard that then? <laughs> no. Anyways, after that, we're doing the best of 10. <laughs> so next week we'll be announcing uh, which story we're doing. And uh, what we're going to do is at the, uh, towards the end of next week, um, we will announce which episode we're going to do for tenant. And then we're going to talk about it. We're going to do our wibbly wobbly memories where we talk about how do we remember, like what are the beats we remember? What are the funny bits we remember or whatever? And then compare that when we get to the beginning of that episode covering that we'll go, okay, here's where we were wrong or whatnot. So until then guys, noobs in the Whovian is a production of master closet studios where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin reason. Your audio engineer is this one. I'm Trip. The production editor is that one. I'm Corbin. And our classic Whovian is this one. Hey, I'm Jared! Exclamation point. <laughs> That's how it's, how it's written. That's on his driver's license. Uh, special <laughs> thanks to TardisFandom.com for their trivia. Thanks to Jared for his classic Who uh, insights. We didn't do connections here. We we're just we we're just in it. And shout outs as always to Victor, Jared, and James for their ongoing Patreon support. Make sure you head on over to noobsinthewhovian.com where you can find links to all the things and a big old subscribe button and a barking dog occasionally. Uh, Make sure that wherever you found us, that you leave us a rating, uh, like us, subscribe, all those things. Share us with a friend, not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. As always, my name is Austin. I'm the Hoobie, and these are my sons, Corbin and Trip. And we're we're the noobs. And I'm Jared, exclamation point. See, I was reading ahead. This is here. He was reading ahead this time. And until next time, guys, be safe if you can be, but always be amazing. Goodbye. Maybe Jared has an awesome story for us again. I don't know. Hopefully. (laughs) No, I just have a sneeze into the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) It's always something to contribute. Jared's always got something to contribute. Always got something. Just just stealing from the office and sneezing in microphones. That's what I do. Why you guys brought me on? 2015. Hey. (laughs) That's why you brought me on.